In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you today and always. And we are here to talk about a very, very important topic. And I was inspired by my kid sister, Janine, to to speak on this topic today. And, and I'll probably be doing some blog posts on it as well, because it's become quite close to my heart as I've seen Janine go through something that uh, has touches, touched me on, on a very deep level. Janine is younger than I am, but not by much, um, four years. And she has Down syndrome. So she's an adult Down syndrome uh, woman. And uh, childlike still in so many beautiful ways. And Janine has just inspired all of us, all of her six siblings and, and certainly her parents as well throughout her entire life. She's a loving and caring and joyful individual. I've never seen Janine depressed. I've never seen her down. I've seen her concerned, but I've never seen her down or depressed. And she's always the person who knows, ironically, exactly what to say in a situation that is difficult or challenging in some way. And she faces adversity like a champion. And the one thing that Janine has difficulty with is change. Down syndrome people typically like to be in their their environment where they feel safe. They like routine. They like to be around people that they can relate to and uh, who they can have fun with because Janine is just a lighthearted, fun individual. And she's created a really secure environment for herself in her her uh, independent living situation. She's been with the same roommate since she was in her early 20s, and they have bonded. They are just as close as two peas in a pod, and their little duplex is, is home to them and is just their sacred space. Well, Janine recently had to have a surgery, which is was a, a total hip replacement surgery. And uh, it was a very complicated hip replacement, though, not the norm, because they had to lengthen the leg and turn the knee and do all sorts of stuff. So Janine is in this contraption of a brace, and she's in a, she lives in a small town. So the rehab centers are a little bit different there. Really, it is uh, what we would would call around the the bigger areas, a retirement community. And so Janine is one of the very, very few 
who would will be coming out because it's this this old folks home as we call it kind of an environment uh, where people range from from dementia and Alzheimer's to physical ailments to keep them in bed all day so this change was oh my gosh it, it had us all so frightened because Janine will be there for a couple of months she's already been there for three weeks and she's got at least six to go yet um, and she's depressed for the first time since ever in her life. She appears depressed and she is out of control of her environment and having a very, very difficult time with it. But the inspirational piece for me is that Janine still, in spite of her limited capabilities in so many ways, she exceeds the capabilities of, of, of so many others in her capacity to understand the bright side. And when she's really down, I went to visit her for a week. And and when she was really down, she would say, but I'm going to be able to dance. I'm going to be able to bowl again. I'm going to be able to walk without my cane. And I'm going to be able to get rid of the knee brace. She automatically, without the education that the rest of us seem to need in, in the emotional intelligence arena, Janine automatically went to the positive side. She automatically looked around her environment to find others and find the good within others. She automatically defaulted to a positive space. She would change her state automatically. We know that from, from NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, that one of the most powerful things to do when you're down or you're frightened is to change your physical state by getting up and shouting and dancing and, and doing something radical to disrupt the, the state. Janine knew that instinctively to do these things. And I spoke with her yesterday and my heart just sang for joy because all of a sudden she's in this beautiful space. She's in this fabulous space and she's talking about all of the good things that are going on around her. Now it took her almost three weeks, but I think that's a big leap ahead of what it would take most people. So is what what most of us view as a um, as as a limitation her being down syndrome is it really in some way something that inspires us and something that we can really and honestly learn from. Janine has a new nickname in the home and she is called Miss Hollywood. <laughs> All of the work because she's become so popular and she is just always full of some wonderful, wonderful news or inspirational message or little bits of laughter. And so Miss Hollywood, I am glad to report, is doing really well today and looking forward to her doctor's appointment uh, at the end of March where she might be able to get that brace off and start, start learning to walk again. So today, folks, we're here to talk 
about change. We're here to hopefully be inspired by my kid sister and know that no matter what the change, no matter what the circumstances, I mean, I have to remind you, Janine was taken away from her roommate, everything she knew with a a lack of ability to understand when and if she would ever be coming back. Okay, so so this was huge for her beyond, you know, what we can possibly imagine. So if she can do it, we can do it. Be inspired. I hope that you'll walk away from this this podcast today feeling like, you know what, my world is an okay place, no matter if it feels turned upside down from time to time by change. So what do you think when you hear the word change or when something threatens your environment? Now, not all change, obviously, is seen as bad, but even good change can feel overwhelming and frightening, right? And so when we get kind of well ensconced in our comfort zone, even the thought of a positive job change or promotion or geographical change that you know we've been planning for and looking for, even changes that we want to bring about in our life can seem daunting and, and overwhelming. Sometimes it just feels like a big nasty word, that change word. It might bring up a memory of a life-changing circumstance that you didn't enjoy or someone else in your family didn't enjoy. It may conjure up thoughts of, oh, how much time and effort, money and energy will it take for me to get through or manifest this change? It may make you wonder on so many levels about what is coming up for you in your future, or it may bring about memories of a time that you or someone you know and love or a friend, a co-worker, whatever, went through a tragedy that bestowed change upon their life. So listen to this quote. This is kind of, this is one of my, my favorite quotes. Unfortunately, we don't know who said it. The author is unknown. People who change after change survive. People who change with change succeed. And people who cause the change lead. So think about that. Am I a survivor? Am I successful? Or am I a leader? And where do you want to be? Perhaps if you're a survivor and, and, and you don't have leadership qualities even to lead your own life and you're happy in that space and that's your comfort zone and, and struggling does something for you because believe it or not, I mean, you know, if, if you're a very, if you're a change agent, then it would be difficult for you to understand or believe. But some people like to live in that struggle, even though it makes them miserable, okay, because that's their comfort zone. That's what's familiar, or it serves a purpose. Perhaps it gets them attention. Perhaps it makes them feel comfortable because that's what they're so familiar with. We don't know. And and so think about where you want to be. Do you want to be known as a survivor? Do you want to feel like you're someone who succeeds? Or do you want to be known as the leader. Now, change, as I said, doesn't have to be a negative experience. It doesn't have to be something that's forced upon you. What causes change to be uncomfortable is our resistance to it. And that resistance is what makes it a negative experience. As soon as Janine stopped resisting, And she embraced that truly and absolutely better things were coming and she could become accustomed to her environment and make the best of it. Poof, 
she was happy. That depression just left her little soul and she is doing very well. In fact, my mother and sister went to visit her the other day and they were there for a very short time and it was time to go watch Bingo. Janine won't play, but she loves to watch. And my mom said, well, we, we can wait. We can wait till it's over. We can go sit over there or we can leave if you want us to. And Janine said, okay, bye. <laughs> so she is that comfortable. So resistance is about feeling safe, uncertain that we're no longer in control. We're going to go into a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about that resistance and how you might actually be able to shift from feeling out of control, feeling uh, resistant to your change, feeling like you don't want to stretch the confines of that comfort zone and feeling the fear about the change that you want to create or that the change that the universe is creating for you. So we're going to be back in a minute and talk about all of that fear, how to conquer it and how to possibly prevent it in the very beginning. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies. A hug from Grandma. Or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of second chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, fairytalewishesinc.com. And for Deanna, thenextbigzing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And welcome back. So today we're talking about change and all of the awareness that you can create and all of the things that you can do to embrace change and stop the resistance. My story today that the the page that just went up live today on my Inc. magazine space is about change in a sense as well. I interviewed a, a delightful gentleman named Patty Spence and Patty was the uh, marketing VP that took Kashi brands, the the natural food brands, to the top of the list. And then he actually left his fabulous, well-paying career to create some change of his own. And he's launched his own product now in that market, in the uh, natural, healthier foods market. And it's a brilliant product. It's um, called Zevia, Z-E-V-I-A. And it's a soda that is sweetened. It's a diet soda, zero-calorie natural soda that's sweetened with stevia, which is a natural sweetener that is actually good for you instead of the toxic aspartame. There was a big story that just came out about the dangers of diet pop today, and it's been a trend for a while. So if you are a diet pop drinker, this might be one change that you want to make. And no, this is not a paid advertisement, although I wish it were, right? Um, (laughs) So I'll have to talk to Patty about that. But Zevia is something you might want to see if it's available in your area. It tastes just like your diet cola. It truly does. And it comes in all different flavors, and it's really good. But go over and read that article at inkinc.com. Just search my name, Marla Tabak and take a look at how Patty created change in his environment. And if you are an aspiring or budding entrepreneur, you can really learn a lot from that article. So let's talk about why we resist change. Well, first of all, in my experience as a coach, and I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist, or even a uh, therapist of any kind, but in my experience as a life coach, I find that people resist change, and I resist change. I I think that most of us probably resist um, big change, and um, many people resist smaller changes. And that is a, a fear, a feeling like the the change is not your choice it is taking you out of what we call as a comfort zone although i've never understood why we call it a comfort zone when it can become so uncomfortable <laughs> it can become a really negative space and it can feel like we are out of control and that we don't know what is going on for us in the future so we want to take a look at first what are the good things about change? Okay, change creates a space where we can learn and grow, right? I mean, we always, well, we like to, I'm going to say we like to, we don't always learn something really positive when we're forced into change. Have you ever met somebody who, God forbid, is struggling or fighting, as they say, cancer? And they come up with something incredibly powerful and positive to say when you talk to them about it. And you can just bet your bottom dollar that that person, person who is in that position, is learning an amazing amount about themselves, about the world, about life, about love, and about change. And it's these people that we can be so inspired 
by. So it gives us an opportunity to learn and grow. It certainly gives us an opportunity to do what we were meant to do, to pursue our passion and to become the person that we're meant to become. And I'm going to give you an example of a tragedy in my own life. You know, when my husband died a number of years ago, um, it was tragic and, and, and I was angry and I was frightened and hurt most naturally. I went through all of that. But I transitioned into a space where I needed to understand more. I needed to take back that control that I felt was taken from me. So I learned, I taught myself, I read, I I sought out people, I taught, I spoke, I I did a lot of public speaking at the time and advocate for for patients in in our, our country's medical system. We won't go there. Um, but it helped me to become who I am today. And you know what? I love who I am today. I am a life and business coach, and I, I help lots and lots of people. And I get to do cool things like this podcast and write for Inc. Magazine. And because that tragedy in my life forced me into an environment where, you know, I could take two paths. I could continue to be depressed and afraid, or I could learn and grow. And I chose that path, thank goodness. And that's why I am who I am today and why I am enjoying my life as much as I am today. So change gives you an opportunity to become who you really were meant to be and to do the things that you're really meant to do. And it helps us to move on from a space that we've resisted moving from. You know, how often do you hear about people who are in jobs that they hate? They dread getting up in the morning. They start, you know, Sunday night, they start the Sunday night routine. I'm depressed. I'm stressed. I'm this. I'm that. Because they dread going into the week so much. Well, that's a surefire sign that change has to happen, right? And yet we resist it. We stay in that comfort zone. And change gives us the opportunity to meet other people when we force ourselves out into change or we are forced to change. More often than not, we get to meet other people. And, you know, even if that's something that you don't like to do because it intimidates you in some way or because you feel uncomfortable uh, in front of new people, it's almost always a good thing meeting other people. So let's talk a little bit about that comfort zone and that resistance and that feeling unsafe and some things that we can do to move beyond that. Remember, be aware of your body. Be aware of your emotions. Now, because of the way that the the, the anatomy of the brain, and I mean this in, in the most loving, caring way, and this is not a judgmental statement, okay? Many men will find it more difficult to tune into their emotions and to listen to what their body is saying. Now, there's a physiological reason for this that I won't go into, but if, if you do any study of the brain, you'll understand that a little bit more, that um, it is harder for men. So you women out there, when you say he can't talk about his emotions or he can't understand the way I feel. Um, Do some research on that, the anatomy of the brain and and, uh, the difference between men and women and how they communicate and why, because it's just fascinating. Okay. So men, here is a little word of advice and and women too. Um, One way of looking at the emotions is as a barometer. Okay. There are two choices here. You feel good 
or you feel bad, okay? So if you view the emotions on, say, a spectrum, okay, and at one side, let's say, is black and it's deep and dark and it feels bad, and then at the other side of the spectrum, it's a beautiful, radiant, glowing white light, and you just feel wonderful and fabulous. And there are all those shades of gray in between, which are fabulous. Shades of gray are just beautiful and fabulous, okay? So you feel good or you feel bad. So you can simply ask yourself when something arises, okay? Do I feel good about this or do I feel bad about this? And you'll know, okay? So you don't have to muddy it up with, oh, I feel afraid or oh, I feel sad or oh, I feel this or oh, I feel... Just ask yourself if if identifying emotions is difficult for you. Do I feel good or do I feel bad? Now, the thought of change often brings about a physical discomfort as well as an emotional discomfort. Okay, so tune into your body. My dear friend Eileen Dunn, who teaches fabulous courses on body wisdom, uh, would say exactly that. It's body wisdom. Your body is very wise. Your body gives you signs when you're resisting change. Your body gives you signs when you feel resistance. Okay, so what are some of those signs? Let's think about that. Think about the last time that perhaps your stomach was upset or you had heartburn or you had tension in your neck and your shoulders or you had back pain or your heartbeat was rapid or you feel hot and then you feel cold or you feel flushed um, or there's a knot in your stomach or your mouth and your throat go dry. Uh, you're close to crying perhaps. You know, there are all these different sensations. Now, when, when I get upset, and, and, and I mean, I think this happens to most of us at one time in our life or another. You know, when, when I heard that my husband was ill, what happened? I went into fight or flight. I mean, that's what we do. That's what our bodies are, are created to do. Okay, it's a natural response where all the the adrenaline and all the different hormones are released from your brain. All those chemicals download, bush, and it's just like sabotages your body. But there's a reason for that. You've heard the stories where where 110 pound women have lifted cars off of of people. You know, there is a reason for that. So tune into your body. How do I feel about this? What is my body saying? Okay. And then respond to your body. Don't ignore it. Don't run into the medicine cabinet to take your antacid. Okay. Think about, is this really about what I just ate? And if it is, let's look at the diet because that's an important part of all of this too. But if it's tension, if it's stress, if your body is trying to tell you something, it's time to listen to your body. Now, this may be a little far out there for some of you, but I like to talk to my body. I like to talk to my feelings. And I'll tell you what, it helps. And it helps a lot. So sit that emotion or that discomfort down across from the table and have a conversation with it. What can I do to make you more comfortable? How can I change this so it doesn't feel as scary? You know, we tend to want to make it go away and change the circumstances. But first stop and think, okay, what are my choices? What will make this less frightening? And how can 
I stop the resistance? How can I swim with the flow of that that beautiful river of life rather than struggle against the current? Okay, so think about that metaphor, that river swimming with the flow of the river toward your destination is so, so much easier than fighting against the current to get away from something that you see as the big bad wolf. So maybe it isn't the big bad wolf. Maybe it's not a bad thing. And maybe if you collected yourself, you would have the stamina and the wisdom, the innate wisdom, to know which direction to go to make it a whole lot easier. We're going to go into another break and come back and talk about some things that you can do to make change easier for you. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you ready to get your woo-hoo on? From business and branding to babies, best-selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman, Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick-butt action, best-selling author and chief woohoo woman, Lisa Stedman, wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo way of love, life, business and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one-size-fits-all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website, lisastedman.com. Join us for Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R, realize it is possible. E, embrace all relationships. A, advance through adversity. D, develop your significance. M, manage your health and wealth. Y, yield to your natural abilities. L, listen to your heart. I, invest in yourself. P, persist by taking small steps. And S, serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And welcome back. I I am just really kind of just talking to myself here. But you know what? I'm having just a blast. I love talking about this. And I hope that you're finding it helpful. If you are listening live, I would love to have you call in 877 864 Four eight 
888-346-9169. And if you're not listening live, if you're listening to this podcast on a later date, remember, I am here every single Monday, same time, same space here on TogiNet. So schedule some time to call into the show. Keep an eye out for our topics or send me a request or a suggestion. And I would love to have you on the show. So, or at the very least, answer your questions on the show. So I'd like to read something to you that Andy Warhol says about change. Change is inevitable and will happen in all of our lives. Well, we know that, and this is Marla speaking now, because we're, we're positive that change happens in many ways. And, you know, isn't death the end stage, the, the biggest, most ultimate change? So that's the only thing we can be certain of is that we will all change in our life, right? So Andy says, in most cases, change is the way to move forward to success. Dealing with change is what will determine your success. If we learn to embrace change and accept it as part of life, it becomes easier to handle every situation that it presents itself in. When you resist change, you can set yourself up for failure. We're all in constant motion and not everything will go according to plan. If we grow from the changes that take place, then we will be able to become more equipped to deal with life changes. Change gets you out of your comfort zone and releases your fullest potential. It helps you to meet new people. Wow, I think Marla Tabaka just said that too. Start new ventures, have new ideas, and experience new things. It gives you a sense of purpose and an opportunity to dream big. If you allow that to happen, Learn why you must look within to realize your full potential in order to follow your dreams. They say that time changes things, but you actually have to change them yourself. And that is Andy Warhol. So talking about embracing change. Now, you know, we probably have either one of two scenarios going on in our lives at any given time. Either we know something has to change, and how do we know? Because of our body wisdom, because of what is going on in our environment. You know, if you're in a negative environment, um, you have probably somehow created that for yourself. Take responsibility for it. And I'm not saying that in a mean and scolding way, but you have created the environment. When a client comes to me and says, you know, I'm stuck in this situation and there's just no way out. I always smile knowingly on the other end of the phone and I think, okay, yeah, you just wait and see because there's more than one way out of this. There always is a way out. Begin small, create small steps, change your routines, change habits, okay? If you have to begin as small as taking another route to work, or, you know, I I actually can't take another route to work because it's three steps across from my bedroom and, you know, six steps up from the kitchen or living room or whatever, Um, but I do go to the coffee house every morning, and I'm totally unpredictable. You know, I don't know which direction I'm going to take, which which route I'm going to take. I don't park in the same parking spot every day. I don't go in the same door. There are two doors to the coffee house. I don't sit in the same chair. You know, I love to shake it up a little bit. And you'd be amazed when, and I noticed this about myself, I went through a little bit of a slump a while back. And here's what I noticed. I noticed that I was taking the same route to the coffee house every single day. 
coming in the same door, sitting in the same chair, talking to the same people, falling into that very same rut. And that got very comfortable for me because it was predictable during that time. Okay. And I thought, wow, this is just, it's fascinating. So shake it up a little bit. Okay. Start to create change by beginning very small. Okay. Change what you cook for dinner every night. Do something like that. So your homework is to list 10 things. Yep. You got it. 10. That may sound like a lot, but you don't have to do them all at once. Okay. List 10 things in your environment, your habits, your routines, your whatever it is that you can change with ease. Okay. And that's the key word, key two words with ease. Okay. Here's another really, really easy one. When you're feeling in a state, and you're not enjoying that state. Again, listen to that body. What's it telling you? Are you feeling good or are you feeling bad? Change your state. Disrupt it. We talked about that earlier when I was telling you about my wonderful sister Janine. Disrupt that state with laughter, with affirmations, with jumping jacks, with going for a walk or a run, with playing with your child or your animal, your pet, with whatever you can, okay? I recently wrote an article, which you'll find on DebbieMay.com, D-E-B-B-I-E-M-A-Y.com, and it's about a smile and how profound it is if you really pay attention and again paying attention to yourself your body your thoughts the feelings is what's critical here if you really pay attention and you start to put a smile on your face more and more often you will see how much it changes your state it's almost like you can't feel bad anymore if you paste that smile on your face and it doesn't have to be an ear-to-ear grin just a little smile i found myself doing that i do that kind of automatically i mean i'm a smiler because i know the power of it and i was i was being very challenged with something this weekend that i i was working on and i was feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and all of a sudden i started kind of giggling at myself and and just chuckling at how overwhelmed I let this this writing assignment be and as soon as I started smiling the answer came and I knew how to piece together the pieces of this article that I felt was so daunting and overwhelming and so try that smile another thing I like to do is to get up I actually do this I know okay the world may think I'm crazy but this is just you know how I enjoy life okay and I hope that you'll learn something from all these uh, things I'm revealing but when I'm feeling stressed out about a meeting or if I'm giving a workshop that I might feel something you know a new topic where I might feel like it's out of my comfort zone I will pace around my office reciting extremely empowering affirmations in the strongest, most confident voice that I can conjure up. And you know what? You will be amazed. I've taught this to clients. I have um, one client who is a public speaker who just freaks out before she goes on stage, which is very common for public speakers. And I said, you know what? You go into the nearest hallway and you find a flight of stairs and you run up and down that flight of stairs about 20 minutes before you go on stage and you just recite empowering affirmations oh my gosh she does it every time it works so change your state okay don't just do something sit there now that's a reverse from what you'll usually hear right but if you're facing something that's difficult to face okay you just got news or you're you're aware that something's going to change you know the temptation is to start controlling it 
right? To start planning, to start uh, all the activity around it, to start telling everyone, to start getting input, to start making it bigger and bigger, to start that snowball rolling downhill so it picks up speed and size and becomes totally unmanageable. Stop. Stop. Sit down. Listen to all of that innate wisdom that you have inside of yourself. Allow yourself a time to sit and embrace what your inner spirit is telling you, okay? Let go of the fear. Use your breathing. Breathe deep. You can't have a panic attack if you're breathing deep, okay? Remember that. Breathe deep and sound from the belly. And let your wisdom guide the way. And then you'll learn what is, you know, imperative for you to do. Okay, and you will learn to take those steps in a place of calm. Okay, another thing you can do is to pamper yourself a little bit. Okay, when the familiar around you begins to dissolve in some way, when something changes, it it can feel like every aspect of your life has changed. Okay. And so remember that taking care of yourself is really critical. Eat well. Make sure that you exercise. Take a nice warm bath in some beautiful, lovely, empowering essential oils or sea salts or whatever it is that you enjoy. Um, Go play a mean game of tennis or shoot some hoops or whatever it is that you like to do to get that, that heart rate moving, okay? Take some time for you. Um, meditate, go out with friends, take care of yourself and get your mind off of what is going on instead of getting knee deep in the muck by, by talking and talking until your face is blue. One of the rules that I have, and, I, and I've, I've taught my friends this and, and they all love it, is that when something is going on that we don't like, you get to tell it to three people, three, count them, one, two, three, three people, you're done, okay? And you will find that when you stop telling it to the world, telling everybody the problems and going over all your woes and all your fears, that you'll stop propagating that that that, 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 that horrible, disempowered way of being. Okay, so don't tell it to the world. You need only a small group of people to support you through just about anything, okay? So take care of yourself. Make sure that you realize that you're not in danger. Now, I know that if the change is coming in the sense of physical illness or losing your home or something like that, that it may feel like you're in danger and your adrenaline is going to really, really crank up. Okay, we talked about that fight or flight. Um, Know that it's okay It's okay to feel this way, embrace that you feel this way today in this moment, and that you can feel better later, okay? So sometimes it's not about running away from the fear, but embracing that fear, making friends with the fear, loving the fear, because you know what? That fear is there to tell you that you're off course in life, that something that you don't want to happen is happening. And it helps you to tune into that body wisdom. So embrace it at first, learn from it, and then start to make the plan, okay? 
So these are some of the steps. We're going to go into break and we're going to come back with with some other steps that can empower you through the act of change and maybe even get you to create some change in your life because you know what? That takes some courage too. This is Marla Tabaka. We'll be back in a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Hey, moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. You get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here talking about change, baby. So what are you thinking? Do you want to change something in your life? Are you in a space where you're you're not as happy as you'd like to be in your life, which is a great indicator that you might want to change something? Or are, is change being forced upon you and you find yourself resisting and moving away from it and feeling miserable because of it? Are you a victim of change? Okay. Nobody has to be a victim. Remember that. We do not have to fall into victimhood. Okay, so if you've got the victim mentality going, and and that is simply that you're blaming others, or these things always happen to me, then it's really time to take on a new perspective. And that's another part of, of embracing change is to seek out new perspectives. Instead of feeling like you know it all when it comes to you, your life, yourself, and 
and maybe even you feel that way about the outside world, be open-minded. Feel like maybe, maybe, just maybe, you don't know it all. And here's an opportunity to learn more, to consider the fabulous opportunities that are ahead for you. Talk to people about how they feel about change. Ask for stories. Ask for things. Ask them to tell you about times when change was forced upon them and the most empowering lesson they learned about themselves or life from that situation. And you will begin to see how positive change can be for you, even when you feel like it's being forced upon you. So also remember to think, you know, once you tap into that inner wisdom, think outside the box, okay? Think about a creative solution to your problem, and that is not to say to avoid change, okay? Because this change might be being brought to you a la the universe saying, it is time, darling. You're not going to do it yourself. You're not, you're not pursuing all of the fabulous dreams that you have, all of your strong and fabulous potential. So I'm just going to come along and I'm going to give you a little kick in the butt, maybe a hit over the head with the baseball bat, and I'm going to help you and you're going to love it. Okay, remember, remember that when you manifest things, we don't, uh, not we, the universe doesn't necessarily know the difference between good and bad. It's just that you want something and they, it will, you will be given the opportunity to realize that dream as you step into that energy. So if you're always in the negative energy of, oh, I hate my house, or oh, I hate my job, or oh, I'm miserable in my marriage, or oh, my kids are such a pain in the neck, and you're always constantly in that energy, guess what? Those things are going to be, the situation is going to get worse. If you hate your house, you're going to find yourself, the house falling apart, or it needs repairs, or it's uh, going to get, uh, God forbid, taken away by the bank. Something like this is going to happen, okay? So you'll you'll have the opportunity to face that change or a huge change as you stay in that negative energy, right? So the idea then is to raise your energy to, again, tap into that body wisdom, raise the energy to something that you do want. So Go ahead and balance the scales and then start tipping the scale in the other direction. So let's just say that you really don't like your job or now, you know what, since I have a lot of entrepreneurs who who listen, we're going to say, let's just say that you don't like the fact that you're not making enough money in your business, okay? But you resist and you struggle. You resist and you struggle because you're always out there grabbing for the solution. You're always out there just grasping at straws. You're always in bed at night, tossing and turning, pounding your head for the solution. You're living in the problem instead of the solution. So step away from it and create change. Look for a hole in the marketplace, for instance, that you can fill. Let your body guide you. Let your mind guide you. Stop worrying about, and I know that's easier said than done, but step away from the problems, okay? And step into the solution by allowing it to come. And I'm going to give you an example out of my own life. There was a time 
um, as you, if you've listened to me uh, more than once, you know that I write for Ink Magazine, which online, which is such an honor and a privilege, and I just absolutely love it. The flip side of the coin is that it is a lot of work, and it's every single week. So every single week, I have to come up with something that I think my audience is going to learn from and appreciate and enjoy, and that that is going to offer a lot of value. <laughs> Talk about putting a little pressure on yourself, right? So a couple of years ago, because I've been doing this for three and a half years, a couple of years ago, after more than a year of struggling and resisting and hating my inability, and I'm talking hate, hating my inability to come up with new concepts, new ideas, um, I let go. And I said, you know, you struggle every single week and you sit down and you write this article and it comes out just great. It comes out really, really great. And you get fabulous positive feedback. So why don't you just skip the resistance part, Marla? Why don't you just skip the struggle and know that you'll go from the wondering to the allowing and that the answer will come and the article will happen and it will be fabulous just like all the rest. And so I did that and I started meditating instead of struggling. And so once a week, I sit down in that meditative space and I say, okay, tell me what my article topic is this week. And you know what? It never fails me. By the time I am done and out of that meditation space, which can be anywhere from seconds to minutes, I kid you not, it's not an hour, it's not a half hour, it's not even 20 minutes. It's it's either seconds or five, maybe 10 minutes at the most. I have the idea for my next article, and it excites me, and I'm passionate about it, and I can skip that whole center space of resistance and stress and frustration. So this is what I'm talking about. Allow that body wisdom, that inner guidance, that higher self to guide you through some of these problems. If you need help with that, I'm an expert. Let me know. Give me a holler, and we can talk, okay? So... Another thing to do is to challenge those around you. Remember, when change comes into your life, people around you may react negatively because they love you. They're fearful for you. And most significantly, because it may mean some change for them. Okay, so if you're moving away or you're getting married or you're changing your job or you're, you know, just moving houses or you are, you know, anything big like that, it can certainly affect your friends, your family, your loved ones, even your acquaintances, and they may not want you to know that selfishly they're thinking of themselves. So they're going to come out with all these negative responses. And I'm saying to challenge that. Okay, to them, it, it, it's going to feel very uncomfortable. And so challenge that. Ask them why they're uncomfortable. Ask them what they think of it. And ask them to tell you something good about it. Say, okay, now let's look at the flip side. How do you see this impacting me or you or both of us in a positive way? How is it going to affect us in a very, very positive way? Okay, so challenge your environment, challenge the statements that you hear when you do talk to one of those three friends or loved ones or whomever they are about the change. Okay, 
Another one is to declutter your life and your brain. We've been talking a lot about decluttering the mind and listening to that body wisdom. And now let's talk about your environment. Okay, and I am taking a page from my own book here because I, I'm kind of, um, I contend to let my desk get a little cluttered with papers because I don't trust myself that if I put them away where they belong that I'll remember to go back to them. And I've even created systems around this and to-do notes and, you know, all of these things. And I still have not, I, I still have not broken through that lack of trust, Okay. But when I do and when I put things away where they belong and take the time to do that and I declutter my desk, which I try to do almost every day, <laughs> you know, you're finding you're finding all my shortcomings in this in this broadcast. You certainly are. I don't don't uh, hold them against me, but I try to do that. And when I do, I change my body wisdom changes so much what i'm hearing from my body changes so much i get excited i get renewed i get re-energized i feel the passion again i feel like i have a clean slate and can start over and can let everything off my brain it's amazing so if you live in a cluttered environment whether it is your desk or your entire house luckily i limit my clutter to my desk uh, but if you live in that cluttered environment think about decluttering Okay, the clutter is representative of what is going on in your brain. All right. So if you take that that very physical step of decluttering, you will find amazingly that these things are no longer weighing you down. You have a freedom to make choices again. You have a freedom to have a clean slate. You have the freedom to take your control back. Okay, remember, these are the things that are so frightening to us about change. Loss of control and the resistance comes and we feel like we're in an unknown environment. And so think about stretching that comfort zone. And even if you have to start, by doing it metaphorically or in some you know meditative space that's okay start small just to do a quick review you're going to list 10 things small things that you can change even if it's your route to the coffee shop like I do even if it's whether you shampoo your hair first before you shave your legs and you want to reverse that what it is whatever it is just do it just create these changes for yourself Start small and think big. I have so enjoyed sharing this information with you today. And if you have any insights, input, or experiences that you'd like to share, you can contact me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And don't forget, I would love your support over on Inc. And I hope that you find my articles very, very helpful. Go on over to Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka and share with me there as well. I look forward to seeing you here again next week in this same fabulous TogiNet space. Shout out to my incredible producer, Carrie. Thank you for being here with me today. And I look forward to seeing each and every one of you back again next week. This is Marla Tabaka wishing you a fabulous week ahead. Thank you. 
Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've always